What all and welcome to this episode 273 of the Active Photographer podcast. You are, of course, most, most welcome. So I hope you're all set for a productive week ahead. There's a lot to achieve. Now, as I record this, I'm going to be completely honest with you. <laughs> I am sat here in front of my computer, cup of tea by my side. It is just after quarter past 10 of a Sunday evening. And I'm going to be honest with you, you know, the week has not quite gone to plan. It's been a very challenging one. I've got stuff done. I've achieved what I wanted to. But do you know what? The recording of the show, it didn't happen when I had anticipated it, when I had originally planned. But that's OK. You know, we keep on keeping on. Now, the reason that I'm telling you this will become very, very clear, I hope, in the coming uh, few minutes. But today we are talking about this idea of how to come up with picture ideas that guarantee your audience understands your message. Now, you know, on the surface, you think, well, picture ideas, your message, what, what's this about? Some of you will be uh, more informed, more aware of this sort of thing. For, for the rest of you, perhaps, do you know what? It's it is kind of a new thing. This whole idea of using pictures strategically and thoughtfully, it can be quite daunting. So what my intention, of course, to do is that. Sorry, that's a ter <laughs> terrible phrasing there that my intention, of course, is to break things down for you is to to help you to understand that, do you know what? It doesn't have to be this big daunting thing, this big kind of uh, massive task, getting your message out there. At the end of the day, I want you to understand that the best pictures come from just being very honest, being very upfront, talking about and illustrating the things that you are most passionate about, the way that you're helping people and basically speaking from the heart and from experience and just being very aware of who it is that you are looking to communicate with. So here we go. The reason that I mentioned that it's, you know, it's getting on a bit on a Sunday evening. It's been a bit of a tricky week, um, all this sort of thing. The details about having a cup of tea by my side. Yeah, I'm sat here with all the lights switched off apart from one uh, LED panel light, which I usually use uh, for my uh, live videos. Um, you know, I've got this certain atmosphere. But the reason I tell you these things is because it, everyone likes stories. The more information you can give, the more stories you can tell and relate. People understand stories. And this isn't a new thing. You know, this goes way, 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 way back to the times when we were all living in caves and the way of storytelling was to scratch uh, onto the, the walls of those those uh, caves, you know, to to. Uh, to pass on information and knowledge, you know, about sort of the animals that were outside, <laughs> the ones to be afraid of, um, you know, the trees, the, the landscape, all this thing. I wasn't there, of course. I'm just going by what the history books tell us. But, you know, you get the you get the point as as we progress, you know, sitting around fires and, and looking at sort of um, um, uh telling stories using shadows from the flickering flames of the, of the fire or sitting in tribes and, and passing from one tribe to another and generation to generation. All of this, this whole idea of storytelling is nothing new. And it therefore should be no surprise that 
it is such a fundamental means of communication and so ingrained in us. But you know what? It is incredible how many people I see on a day to day basis not using the power of storytelling. And I'm going to tell you exactly why, in a nutshell, this is so important. When you create and tell stories, it makes you relatable. And when you're relatable, you are going to resonate with your audience. And when you resonate, people are going to be taking, um, paying attention, taking notice and taking action. Now, this might be, like I say, this might be a, a kind of a strange concept for, for some of you. The idea that uh, pictures can do this. But if you stop and think about it, we see pictures every day, every week all through the year in newspapers, on TV, magazines, uh, on advertising, uh, billboards, all this sort of thing. And very rarely are pictures standalone images. Now, there are pictures through history, which if I was to say to you, um, you know, about the war, that sort of thing, or um, uh, what was uh, what was the one with the um, the blimp that, that crashed and, and was was a light that uh, what, what's the name of that? <laughs> it's too late on a Sunday. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, but, you, you know, you probably know even off the back of that, you know, the image that I'm thinking about. It's a black and white images. It's iconic. You know, there, there was um, a picture that was taken during um, the napalm bombings. You know, um, some some kids running towards the camera. It's quite a harrowing picture. But that picture was in part responsible for ending that conflict, that war. OK, pictures can stand alone, but they are working within the wider context of, ah, excuse me, the Hindenburg wasn't that the uh, <laughs> that was the, the blimp that, that hit the ground and, and was a light? Yeah. But, you know, with the context that we bring to these pictures, either as photographers, as image makers or as viewers, you know, we don't just look at pictures with no previous agenda, no current agenda, no backstory. We all have our own histories, our own stories, our own understanding of the world. And that's what we bring. And that's why we can relate to pictures. Now, when you start using imagery in your business. In a structured manner that essentially is telling a story and it doesn't have to be like uh, this happened and then this happened. Then after that, this happened and therefore this happened. It doesn't have to be like that. It is showing the progress of things like, for example, any of you who use Instagram stories, you know, on a daily basis, you can document your day. You are taking people through that journey. And, you know, within business, we often hear this uh, this phrase. It's been used many, many times. No like and trust. And this is what we're talking about um, in, in this uh, in this sense. You know, people come to know you. They they take in more of your content. They see more of your pictures. You know, they, they come to like you as a person or as a essentially a personality, as it were, uh, or as, as a business. You know, your ethics, your morals, all that sort of thing. And, you know, what? we'll get into that sort of thing further down the line because all of this comes into it, even through the way that you use pictures. 
But, you know, the know, like and then trust when they trust you, they see you as an authority, someone that actually your product, your service, you as a person are able to help them meet their needs. Once you get through that know, like and trust that you are relatable, resonating and giving that them that that sense that you are approachable enough to to work with. Well, it stands to reason, doesn't it, that your business is going to um, your business is going to benefit from that. It's going to prosper. Now. If you haven't done this already, <clears throat> I would strongly encourage you to think about your own story your own personal story okay now some people have stories which um you know they are very big very detailed i know plenty of people whose background is the sort of background that i wouldn't wish on anyone yet those people are embracing their story and they are talking about it on facebook instagram uh tiktok uh, LinkedIn, all of these various platforms on blogs, even. Um, but often if those same people, it's very good to share your personal story. But that story is what has shaped them. It is what has brought them to the place in their business where they are, whether they're a startup, well-established, um, looking to uh, pivot, to take on different areas, whatever. And that story then <clears throat> influences their approach, the people they want to work with, their way of working. And it influences, as a result, the content that they are putting out, the pictures that they're sharing. Now, you know, they're, they're, it's one thing to share your personal story, but what about your business? You know, businesses don't just pop up out of nowhere. They come about from a, a desire to help people they come from a desire to better one's own life they come from a place of answering a need or a problem or a shortfall and all of this stuff all of this along the way at the time thinking ahead part of a marketing strategy whatever all of this can be covered in your use of pictures. Now, one thing, of course, last week was the, the reboot of the of the podcast. So slightly different format, slightly different uh, take on things this time around. But as you will come to uh, appreciate. And I think I may have even mentioned this in last week's show, the use of photography, while it's just a means to an end, it's another tool in our toolbox to reach out and be able to help other people. And that's what it's all about, because by helping other people, we help ourselves. OK, so I would encourage you identify the key moments in your own story and think about how you're going to illustrate those, say, on your uh, Facebook page or on your facebook profile or whatever social network okay now this is where it gets interesting because yes you can use pictures from the past which is great 
you know we might have all seen the the picture of the the very first amazon <laughs> um head office as it were just that that old table i think it was made out of a an old door wasn't it and um you know it is nothing glamorous but that picture stands out as a symbol to to those who are striving to build their business and look where it got amazon today right um but what if you don't have those pictures you know i i work with people <coughs> excuse me i work with people who because of their their past because of their backgrounds when i say to them so what you know what pictures have you got that you could be sharing to get across your journey how you've got to this point you know there without exaggeration there are people that have said you know i've literally got two pictures from my childhood or from the past 20 years or whatever which in itself is quite sad however that is not the be all and end all that can be the catalyst to create new imagery it can be the catalyst to use those two pictures and comment on the fact that you only have those two pictures so you you know people one of the things people often say to me is that oh, i'm not creative or i uh, don't have time uh, to come up with ideas or i don't know where to start well something as simple as that you can start with the, the littlest of of prompts. So identify the key moments in your own story. Think about how you could illustrate those, but be very much aware of who it is you are looking to target. So who is your ideal client? You know, I'll, maybe this will be a topic for another time, but the amount of detail that you can go into to really really identify what that person or those people look like no exaggeration sometimes when i work with people i'll end up having a conversation where i'm saying right let's think about this tell me what this person looks like so is it is it male or female it's a good starting point what color hair have they got and sometimes i get these like blank looks oh, what do you mean what color hair i don't know don't know if you could you know, if if this is your ideal client, you've got to picture what they look like because you are speaking directly to them through everything that you put out on your social media or your marketing. What do they look like? And this all starts to filter through into your pictures because the more information, the more um, what's the word, the more uh, of a character profile, as it were, that you can build you'll start to appreciate, oh, well, do you know what? They, they probably maybe have these issues about they've got, um, I don't know, I work often with coaches. You know, they'll they'll say, oh, yeah, I, I help these people that come from a, a place of lack of confidence. So then you can start to illustrate what confidence means, what it looks like. What do those people look like when you work with them? That You can see them starting to get more confident. So all this stuff you can illustrate in pictures. So context is really important. Think about your own knowledge. Think about the knowledge and the background to the industry or the niche that you are working with. So I'll, I'll work with outdoor and lifestyle brands. There is a whole um, underlying message, a whole underlying um Oh, gee, our words are <laughs> words are really failing me tonight. I'm so so sorry. You know, there's this this whole narrative that'll do. There's this whole narrative behind the 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 outdoors way of life, the the benefits for mental health, exercise, 
um, you know, getting out, you putting your body through the exercise, enjoying nature, all of this sort of thing. When you think about then the equipment, the people, the, the characters, the stories over the years and all this sort of thing, you know, the context within which I am maybe sharing my imagery to speak directly to those people. Um, you know, your product and service, think about, you know, really it's it's one of those things. It's almost a given that you should know and understand like the back of your hand, the people that you are targeting your niche specifically. However, however, that's always that's not always easier Um yeah, you know, some, sometimes it's easier said than done. Right. So the more you can work on this and don't be afraid to work on this. Too many people just think, oh, I'm going to yeah, I'm going to share a picture on Facebook. Brilliant. And then they do that and they just don't get the engagement. And in turn, that means they don't get the satisfaction of not just getting clients on board and then getting money off them. But they don't get the satisfaction. And we're if you're in business, if you're look, listening to this, you're in business. Yes, it's great to get the money, getting the, the revenue and seeing your bank balance um, transform. Wonderful. But. It's the satisfaction of knowing. That you're helping people. And so the, mo the more you can do to make sure that you are on target. And, and hitting that target market, that ideal client. If you know that, if you understand them, you can tailor your pictures and be sure that what everything that you're doing you won't always hit the mark it's it's a fluid uh, pro process right but you can be sure that you are getting pretty damn close to the mark so <clears throat> one thing that i would say off the back of that please 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 don't overthink <laughs> the situation right Yes, think things through. That's great. Thinking is wonderful. But please don't overthink it because I promise you, because I've been there, you will get overwhelmed. And the last thing you want is to be overwhelmed on a, a subject that really, you know this, you know what you've got to do. It's just a matter of working through the steps that are necessary. So ask yourself two things. First of all, what do you want? What do you want the outcome to be when you share a picture and you see those comments or you see those likes and those hearts and what have you? What, what is the outcome that you want from all this wonderful content that you are putting out there? Is it that <clears throat> you're looking to grow your business? Is it that you are looking to get just a bit more money so you can have an extra holiday? Um, is it that you're saving up for a new car or house? Whatever? You know, what is it? Now, we'll go into more detail along these lines another time. But think about what you want and then what you're trying to say. In your pictures, because what you want is going to guide you and keep you on the straight and narrow. Remind yourself of of why it is that you're you're doing this. But what are you trying to say in your pictures? For example, if I was putting a set of pictures together um, about 
say, I don't know, this is a random example. Say it's Mental Health Week, okay? Mental health, very big topic. <clears throat> say it was Mental Health Week and I put out pictures every single day across the week. I would likely be focusing on, if that was my target, I would be looking to educate people about the benefits of say being outdoors and so all those people that are involved in promoting the outdoors or active lifestyle i would be encouraging those people to share the sort of pictures that absolutely promote that healthy uh mentally beneficial way of life does that make sense now one thing i will say <clears throat> is that you know, we, I, I will frequently talk about using pictures, but please don't limit yourself to thinking it just has to be sharing a picture, sharing a couple of pictures. There it is. OK, you can do so much more than that. Pictures, video, video is massive now, of course, but vi uh, pictures, video, using text, using GIFs, emojis, overlays music subtitles um captions there is so much you can do and pictures very often the more you get into this you'll realize pictures are just or can be just the starting point it's all about getting those ideas going and getting you in that right mindset for being a content pro producing machine, you know, centered around your core niche. So, you know, I'm going to give you a couple of ideas here, just very uh, open ideas. Mix it up. Think about variety. Think about what you like to see. What stops you in your tracks when you're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram? What makes you stop and hit that like, hit that heart, you know? What do you enjoy producing? Now, some of you, if you're new to this whole idea of sharing pictures in a, um, a more frequent uh, capacity, it might just be that you, you don't really know, which is absolutely fine because maybe you haven't shared enough to, to think, oh, do you know what? I really like sharing selfies. I really like sharing uh, pictures that have a quote overlaid or um, yeah, whatever it might be. So think about how you are going to get inspiration and inspiration is all around us. You know, day to day, it could be just whilst you're making a cup of tea in the morning and your mind is just thinking about the day ahead. It might be a film you're watching and then it sparks an idea. It might be a trip to a gallery or at the moment, as we record this, maybe a virtual uh, trip to a gallery or something. You know, inspiration, it could be a book, it could be a conversation, it could be a meal that you've made. It is everywhere. It could just be the, the way that light falls on something or a colour. Inspiration is everywhere. Don't poo-poo. <laughs> I've not used that expression for a long time. Don't poo-poo, you know, the, the opportunity to be inspired. Don't think, oh, well, hang on, I, I, the art isn't my thing. There might just be a classical painting that you think, oh, my goodness, that is beautiful. I never, never saw something like that before. But wow, you know, stop and think, why has that made you take notice? And, you know, you can set yourself projects, themes, challenges to be more creative, to to 
uh, to hone this um, observational eye or whatever you want to call it. There are lots of ways you can do this. And, you know, I'm sure we'll I'll talk about this sort of thing more um, in a future episode. But seek inspiration. But please, like I say, just relax. Just enjoy the process. Because when you relax, and I think I mentioned this last week as well, when you relax, you are going to be thinking more creatively. You're not, you know, if I say to you, right, come up with 10 ideas for these wonderful pictures, you're not going to do it. But if you're out for a walk with your family and you're, you know, mulling over a few ideas and you're just taking in the, the woodland or the water or even if you're walking through town, whatever it is, your your brain is in a more relaxed, receptive state and you're going to come up with the ideas for the content that you want. OK. And just off off the back of that and thinking about um, inspiration. Research trends and hot topics that are within your own niche. You know, there are lots of, of ways to do this. The One of the simplest ones, of course, is just to use Google. Just go onto Google and type in the keyword for your niche or something to do with it. So, for example, I don't know. Uh, I could use. Backpack design or rucksack design, you know, um, and then that would give me a whole load of web links that I could go looking at and that would strike some ideas in my mind about how I can connect with those sorts of people the the end customer people that use the rucksacks but also working with businesses the people that produce these you know if I was wanting to target um, a, a manufacturer of rucksacks then I could absolutely tailor my content to them and their own ideal audience because i know being within the outdoors and and the lifestyle and the leisure market i understand where they're coming from so research the trends research the market research your niche and this is how you're going to be able to come up with picture ideas that guarantee your audience understands your message what it is that you have to say to them and how it is that you are going to help them. Whew, that was that was a, a pretty quick 26 minutes or so that, you know, something like this topic I could talk for hours about and I could elaborate. But do you know what? These shows are only half an hour or thereabouts. I will be elaborating on all this stuff over the coming weeks and across many different topics and subtopics and so if you've got any questions the chances are those are going to be answered along the way but you know you can always reach out to me at any point okay so just as a reminder you can check out all the show notes to this and other week's shows over at the activephotographer.com website. And if you'd like to get in touch direct with me, like I say, do it. 
don't ever be afraid to reach out to me. You can find me on all the major social media platforms, but, you know, perhaps the best one is Instagram. It's very visual. I love my Insta stories. You know, get on there. I talk to people every day through DMs on Instagram. You know, it's a it's a platform that I it just fits well for me. There's Facebook, of course, and there's all the others, but that's a good place to start. Okay. Or do you know what? If you'd like to send me a good old fashioned email, Giles at the active photographer.com. That'll do it as well. So there we go. I've got my uh, cup of tea to finish. <laughs> it's getting a little bit cooler now. Um, glad to say the rain held off where, where I'm recording. This can be quite noisy when it when it rains. Um, but uh, no, we got away with it. <laughs> we got away with it. So what I would say is thank you so much for listening. I hope this has given you a few ideas, a little spark of uh, inspiration. If you've got anything to add, if you don't agree with something I've said or you'd like to challenge me, absolutely fine. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. That's wonderful. I just love extending the conversation and seeing what people have to say. But that said, thanks ever so much for listening. Take care, have a fantastic week, and I will speak to you all very, very soon.